Welcome to today's episode of Dr. Simone's Mindspace. I'm your host, clinical psychologist and researcher at Karolinska Institute, Stockholm, Sweden, and in clinical practice in Zurich, Stockholm, Shanghai, and New York. Currently, I'm doing some research visit in Milano, and what I wanted to talk to you today is quite a serious topic, actually. It's what's happening to the psyche of the world. Sitting in rainy Milano, reflecting over the many discussions I've had with people from different professions, the experience to talk, to take a walk all day inside and outside with face mask, missing the smiles of Italians has really affected me. I felt overwhelmed, but couldn't really pinpoint it to any specific cause or case or situation. I've retreated to the hotel room several times, did yoga, spoke to my patients over over Zoom remotely that are in all kinds of places around the world, being also affected by this pandemic. It calmed me a little bit, my mind calmed down a little bit, but there was still this restlessness. I reflected it and thought, There's a collective trauma in the air. People are afraid, sad, lost a sense of meaning for life. It's a very heavy feeling and it's present in everyone here. Yesterday, new restrictions were put in place. Restaurants have to close at six o'clock. High school students are getting stuck back at home. Museums are still open, but all the gyms and the swimming pools are closed where people could actually get rid of some of the anxiety and feelings of being overwhelmed. I got really angry and upset. I got, I got to write an email to the Swiss head of health, minister of health, because I was like, this is enough, enough is enough. What are we doing to the psyche of people around the world while we try to mitigate the COVID-19 pandemic? This is like my number one get-to question for all governments around the world. What are we doing to the psyche of the people, young and old, everyone that has been restricted in their movements, in seeing their friends and family, in attending school, in visiting relatives in the hospital, being giving birth by all by oneself instead of having a supportive partner there. Will there be an upcoming generation of young people that overproportionately will be suffering from anxiety, depression and post-traumatic stress disorder? We have to really think about that. Is this going to happen? Because we are trying so hard to prevent this virus from spreading. At the same time, we're sacrificing other parts of our society and other parts that are as important, if not more important, for the long run. Because if somebody is mentally ill, will not be able to contribute to society for a very long time. This is called the global burden of disease. We measure how many costs are provided by 
a disease. And mental health is a long-term fact, a long-term cost, because a person cannot contribute to society, but actually needs care and support. So we'll, there's money that needs to be put into this person, rather than that person can put money into the society. So therefore, it's really important to focus on mental health because the costs of mental disease are tremendous for the world. What kind of impact will this sort of new generation of people with more severe mental or higher proportion of people with mental health disorders have on the future of our societies? We need to talk about these questions. We can't just focus on the now, now mitigating COVID-19 spread. We need to focus on long-term consequences of our actions. And we must start now to consider mental health impacts of the public measures to mitigate the pandemic, since we're creating simultaneously another one, a global mental health crisis, a global mental health pandemic There has to be mitigating actions and raise of awareness, interventions, prevention programs for our young ones. The future lies in their hands. So therefore, it's really important that we try to find ways to support their mental well-being. That besides the COVID-19 spread, we need to focus on the mental well-being of our children and young people. But we should also not forget the older generation. While trying to protect them from getting COVID-19, we create the most lonely elderly generation in history. Old people became so incredibly lonely and died due to lack of meaning and life spirit because they cannot see anyone. They're locked up in their rooms, protected from getting COVID. But at the same time, we we don't see them and maybe we've never asked them if they actually would rather see their relatives than being so concerned about getting COVID-19 and die a week later. Probably many, including my grandma. She said, you know what? I just want to see you guys. I don't freaking care if I get COVID-19 or not. I just want to be surrounded by my family and that's what actually matters for her. She's 90. 97 years old and for her she finds actually this idea of COVID-19 looking at what it is doing kind of interesting because she's not afraid and I think it's really important to think about that old people may not be afraid to get COVID-19 but they may be very very afraid of being lonely and isolated for the remaining part of their life. So this is really a wake-up call to focus on mental health during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I really hope that some of our governments around the world will listen to this and to pay attention also to the psyche of the people. Thank you very much for listening. And I really hope this is going to be some kind of impact for us, for the future generations. Thank you and have a good day. Bye from Milan.